Now, you might have noticed over the past few weeks, we have been interviewing different guest speakers. And last week, I was interviewing a fellow marketeer about personal branding. And uh, off air, we were having a bit of a chit chat about um, how the market really is changing, uh, particularly when it comes to accepting the fact that marketing is, is, isn't is a nice to do anymore for recruitment companies. You know, historically, recruitment's been very much sales led. However, with, with um, more companies in the market comes more competition. And therefore, you know, you need to get your brand in front of people and creating the demand that you want. So obviously, marketing has become um, something that the majority of uh, recruitment companies want to do. And uh, and we're very grateful for that <laughs> because we're marketing trainers and suppliers. But something that, that still crops up, and we've been having a few conversations with people over the last few weeks, is that there are still some preconceived ideas that creep in around marketing. So I wanted to slay them for you. And also just to put a little bit of a perspective, uh, because behind these objections are also questions. So um, so it's important to, to really clarify those. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today's topic is marketing misconceptions. Now, before we get into that, if you're new here, welcome. Really glad you're here. Um, there is a transcription of all our podcasts over on the Superfast Recruitment website. So if you just Google Superfast Recruitment, um, it will appear no matter where you are in the world and uh, head over to uh, the blog page and the podcast will be there for you with different links. Now, um, something I highly recommend for anyone listening to this podcast is check out where you are with your marketing. And I call it our version of the Cosmo quiz. Do you remember Cosmopolitan, that magazine years ago, and used to be able to, you know, tick about who would be your perfect man or who would be your perfect whatever. Um, And it's a bit like that, only hopefully with a little bit more technical um, uh, focus. (laughs) And in it, there are 30 questions. And this is the recruitment marketing checklist. And you can grab a copy by going to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL in lowercase and uh, go old school, print it off and it'll give you a good focus to see where you're at with your marketing. It's a classic one to five. One means I'm not really doing anything. Five means, yes, I've got it nailed. So it'll help to give you um, a lens and a focus on that. So let's talk then about marketing misconceptions. Um, because even though there has been a real shift in um, the the recruitment space around marketing, in fact, we've we presented a couple of um, rec expos in the UK recently, and our we always it's really nice we we always get a full audience, and I think one of the reasons is because people realise that marketing is so key. But as in many other sectors, there are a few preconceived ideas about marketing. And if I could just 
a plea. Not everything that you read on uh, Facebook that whizzes past your feed is correct. Boo-hoo horror. (laughs) Isn't that a shock? And also not everything that you watch on TV is correct as well. So uh, it's just sort of let's let's get into some of those misconceptions that, uh, that often occur. And when we are uh, doing our business development calls as well, and we're talking to people. Some of some of the misconceptions that come up, um, I can understand. I can understand where they're coming from. So what I wanted to do is is cover some of these off for you today, and really just um, allay any of your fears. So this is one that often crops up for people. It's a bit of procrastination, but it's also well, I need to do A, I need to do B. Or I need to do C before we start marketing. Now, this could be anything. This could be, well, we need to move offices before. I know. (laughs) How bizarre is that? We need to move offices before I start marketing. Well, I think probably you might need to (laughs) market before you move offices. But that's another story. Another one could be, well, we need to have our new website absolutely polished and shining before we start. So these are the classic, well, I need to do X before I do Y type of um, uh, objections that sometimes occur. And I think that the thing to remember is the recruitment sector is more competitive than ever. And yes, in an ideal world, wouldn't it be everything... Uh, wouldn't it be great if everything was done, everything was perfect before you started? But let's let's just get honest. That is never going to happen. As an old mentor of mine said to me once, start where you are with what you have and what you've got. And she was spot on because it's all too easy to wait until the new website is done, until we've got this base database cleaned out, or we've got X, or we've got Y. There's so much you can do to start creating demand through marketing now. You don't need to wait. So um, some of our, I remember one of our clients that came on board, um, we did a very quick LinkedIn messaging campaign. We wrote for her and she just did it straight away. And this is someone that had left a, a, a larger organization, started up on her own. And uh, this was a quick messaging campaign. And literally she got five or six roles to work on within a week. This was just reconnecting with past people. So, you know, her fancy website wasn't there. In fact, she hadn't even got a logo on it properly. So that's a, a massive thing to, to, to think about, that, that stop putting things off, just start now. Um, the next thing is marketing is too expensive. Now, it's a bit of a hanging comparison. And too expensive to what? So many recruitment companies, they shy away from marketing the business out of a preconceived idea that marketing is too expensive. Let's just be frank about it. We're in business. We have to speculate to accumulate. And everyone seems to be looking for the cheapest way to do this. And what's the free bit of software that I can use? You need to get over yourselves and you need to start thinking about marketing is an investment that is going to produce results. You know, um, If you are spending money on marketing, it is going to generate revenue for your business. So how can that be a negative? It's about ROI. So let's take a step back and look at your average placement fee. 
Imagine that the marketing that you invest and what it will deliver for your business rather than the cost that it, uh, it occurs. And a quick tip here, whenever you are creating a proposal for someone, then always talk about investments rather than cost. This is what the cost is. No, this is what the investment is because it is an investment. One of the first email campaigns we ever wrote for a client in the recruitment sector produced an ROI the first time she sent it. Now, that was back in the day. That was probably about nine or ten years ago. And I know for a fact that this individual, with a few minor tweaks, is still using this same campaign. Because a lot of the campaigns we actually write, and of course you can write them too, and we teach people how to write them, um, is evergreen. So basically it can be used at any time, and you can just keep churning it out at different times of the year. And it's still working to this day. So if you think about investment costs there... Um, what she actually paid us to write that campaign a few years back, um, I, I couldn't even think of the percentage now that, that that's actually created for her because I think it was something like two or £3,000 for this particular email campaign at the time that we wrote. And now she's probably made, over the years, I don't know, probably 100 placements of it. So I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you do the maths on that one. Next thing, okay, is marketing takes too long. Now, this is the wrong way to think about marketing is that, you you know, you implement a marketing strategy and instantly you're going to get more clients and candidates. And if this doesn't happen, then it's failed. Now, here's something I want to draw your attention to. If you haven't read Jeb Blunt's book, um, the guy from uh, Sales Gravy on fanatical prospecting. I really strongly, it's my recommendation to go and pick yourself up a copy of this book because it is fabulous. And he talks about, obviously, people have buying cycles and how long it takes things to happen. And, you know, though you may press the button now, it can take a few weeks. It can take a few months. Of course, you can get a result straight away, but it can take quite a while. And in this book, actually... Um, Jeb's really good because he talks about that 60-day cycle. It's about filling your pipeline. And it's the same when it comes to marketing. It can take a while to actually start to get traction. Effective marketing, of course, is a continuous process. It's not a one-off occurrence. I'm sure some of you online and also on TV will see similar ads time and time again, that always, always work. There may be a slightly different format, but it's a general process that works. I always think about the John Lewis advert because they always do uh, uh, an advert every December and it's always on a similar theme. I think last year's was Elton John, a few years before that it was a snowman and um, it's the same real process and same real structure of that particular um, advert and it's the same when it comes to marketing. We need to be consistent and you know you need to take that longer term view when it comes to success. At a recent expo, Sharon was presenting on content on the content marketing funnel and how all of us go through the buyer cycle. And it's really important to remember that for many recruiters, they rely on spot business. So they rely on ringing up, getting a job, filling that job, moving on to the next one. And what happens, of course, is that they are always, it's no wonder they feel under pressure and stressed out because they're always going for that small percentage of the market that is ready to act now. Imagine 
actually creating a marketing campaign so that you could get people at every single point of the buying cycle. Because the truth is, as we all know, the majority of people are rarely ready to buy now. And I always tell the story, unless you are um, having all your family to stay with you. (laughs) This was one of my nightmare scenarios. They're coming to stay with you uh, for Christmas and Christmas Eve. The freezer breaks down. You try and get a freezer in Kendall on Christmas Eve. It's not the easiest process you've ever done. And I was right at the point of buying cycle there, as in I need to buy now. That rarely happens Unless, you know, somebody leaves an organisation, whatever, you know, it's a business critical role, they need to replace it straight away. But what you need to do is be smart with your marketing and make sure that you are you are focused across the whole of the buying cycle so that you have campaigns that are going to pull in that, you know, three to five percent that are ready now. And, you know, I shared an example earlier on about that, about one of our clients who did a LinkedIn messaging campaign, but also then that you have, um, you know, an email funnel, um, different campaigns, you are blogging, you are, you know, creating content um, that's value add, you are, you know, recording a podcast, you are doing all of those different things that are giving people multiple touch points so that when they're ready to buy they're going to come to you so that's why marketing you cannot just say oh it's not worked on to the next one the thing is marketing is there and it's a technique it's a strategy people use who are serious about growth because they know it's all about the the long game now here's here's one that we we often hear and I wouldn't say it's by smaller companies, but, you know, we still we still hear it. And, you know, it's it's a fact of life. We don't have time to market our recruitment company. And my response to that is sometimes it's really um, corny and you don't have time not to. The time reason really is about priorities. You don't yet see marketing as a priority. And for some people, this is a mindset shift. In fact, I was talking to uh, Katie Green from Centred Excellence the other day, uh, recording another one of our um, interview uh, with uh, recruitment experts about mindset and about focus and about shift. Because the thing is, if you don't focus on the areas that are really going to leverage your business, and marketing is one of those areas, then you will be in a bit of a, um, I'll call it a quagmire. <laughs> because if you don't start marketing now, somebody else will. Um, it's it, it has to become a priority for you because it's very easy when you get into a pattern of doing the same things. And for many people, you know, they're in that pattern of, oh my God, we haven't got enough leads coming in. Everyone gets on the phone. Whereas if you actually stood back and say, okay, so what do we need to do this year to create more leads? Well, we need to have more presence in the market. We need to be perceived as, you know, the player of choice to work with when it comes to recruitment companies. So, you know, that's really, really key. You know, and the good thing is that you have a lot of options open to you you know we are a marketing uh, supplier we're a marketing trainer you can learn what you need to do or you can outsource what you need to do so here's the things that you know you can you can act on straight but there's no reason to say you don't have time to market your recruitment company I think one of the, the the first things is you know you need to get over yourself stop whining take action 
do the work that's necessary and just accept the fact that you're a business owner, you need to invest or you need to invest time or you need to invest some focus in it. So that's the first one. You know, the the second thing is to learn what is involved and that way you can make an informed decision to then invest in marketing, invest in a marketing executive to help you and or to outsource what you're doing. And what's interesting is we have a program, we have something called Superfast Circle, and we have a lot of recruitment business owners and their marketeers in this group. And the reason that they join is because, A, um, the, the business owners are great, are great managers and leaders, and they want to support the marketeers, which is key. You can't just drop somebody into a marketing exec role and uh, expect them to know everything about recruitment, everything about marketing when they're just fresh from uni or something like that trust me it's not going to work so you really need need to need to support these people but you also need to know well what is going to work because the recruitment sector is different you have clients and you have candidates it's not like okay i need to generate x number of leads and then uh, you know, uh, with those leads, I sell them a widget. It's a little bit different. And because you're dealing with human beings, this is relationship marketing 101. You need to support your people in in how you do that. And that's why you, you know, like anything, you have to invest time if you want to become good at something. Now, this misconception, um, we still hear it, probably not as much as we used to, because I think people get the value of content and social media. Um, I was reading something recently, and I'll drop a link to this in the podcast recordings from Marketing Insider Group on how effective content marketing is. And in fact, the REC, um, they did, Rec did a, an, an article a while back about, you know, um, the impact that, that content can have. And, you know, traditionally content will generate three times as many leads as traditional marketing and uh, costs an awful lot less. If you think about it, one of the reasons when people say to us, oh, I want to do video marketing, we think video marketing is fantastic. We use it. Here I am recording a podcast. You will see lots of videos that we create because we look at multimedia. But one of the most cost-effective ways to start with content is through um, articles on your website, blog posts, and email campaigns. They will... Uh, produce a massive amount of revenue for you if you're doing them consistently. So um, the thing about content and social media nowadays is it is accessible for all of us. Back in the day, and I remember back in the day when you used to have little brochures that you sent out to people in the post, cost you an absolute fortune, and you didn't know whether they're going to be effective or not. And that was always harder as a smaller SME business um, to, to actually have the revenue to do that. It's very different if you are a massive brand, if you're in a Deco or a Haze or whatever. They have the money in the bank to be able to do that and to make mistakes when they do that. When you're small, you need to really focus on direct marketing. And what is fantastic is with content and social media, it really is available to anybody. You know, you can uh, you can outsource content, of course you can, but you can also have a marketing exec creating your social media updates in the office, 
uploading them to a piece of software like Hootsuite that is what, I think 20 quid a month or something like that. And that can all be automated for you and sent out. You know, you can you can purchase a content marketing package from people like ourselves, or you can create content yourself. You've got somebody in-house that can do that. And the thing about that, of course, is that, you know, evergreen content can last for years and years and years. We talked, we talked about earlier about a, an email campaign that we wrote for a client and the client is still using it to this day. And, you know, that has paid for itself time and time and time and time again. So, you know, really with content and social media, it will give you a brand presence. It will elevate your position in the market. It demonstrates to people that you're an authority and in a competitive market's place you do have to stand out you do have to demonstrate that you actually do know what you're talking about because you know there are a lot of smaller uh, recruitment companies that you know have started up with maybe a recruiter that's done really well been a big biller um for a year and then they suddenly decided that they're they're, they're gonna leave and start up well yeah that that's fine but you know can they give the same level of service as you but we'll imagine if they're really good on the phone and someone starts talking to them who are people going to use so that's why you know uh, once someone starts talking to someone they realize they haven't got much experience then they're probably not going to work with them but they're more likely to work with somebody like you because they've seen the content they've seen your website they've seen how you post on social media they've seen the videos that you produce the podcasts they've gone and read your blog posts they've downloaded your report so all of this makes a uh, a massive um, impact in in your your market and your brand position now this might surprise you and occasionally this um, this crops up um, and people say, oh, we already market enough. And um, <laughs> well, you might do now, but I tell you what, there's going to be a lot of people snapping at your heels um, to get the business that you already have. So, you know, it, it's sometimes uh, a conversation that we have with people and you know, they'll say, oh, well, yeah, we've already got, we're already doing this. And uh, we're already doing that. Yes, we're doing social media and we're doing this and whatever else. And often we'll go out and we'll just go and check out their their website and we'll find that maybe they posted a, a a blog two months ago and two months before that and they think that's okay or they you know they they make one post a day on social media or even worse you know two or three posts a week on social media and the you know you go to their facebook page and because um, people will check you out on facebook they go to the facebook page we'll go to the facebook page and there's nothing there or there's there's two posts and uh, totally irrelevant. Maybe they're recruiters having a good old time in Mallorca, um, and uh, which is you know good if you're wanting to attract new people to your organisation, but probably not the best thing to be posting if uh, if you're wanting to attract um, clients who are paying high fees to you and they're wondering why that's where all their fees are going. Anyway, don't get me started on that one, but that is something to think about. You know, when you if if you think you are doing enough marketing, you can never do enough marketing. It's interesting. I've I've talked about Grant Cardone before, and another guy, a mentor of mine, actually Frank Kern. They are always doing more and more and more and more and more. And you think these guys, you know, they're multimillionaires. They could they could stand back. They're increasing the level of things that they are doing. So you know, you need to be really mindful. If you think you're doing enough, you're probably in a place that you shouldn't be, and you definitely need to do more. A couple more that I want to actually 
share with you. And this does come up, and it's very, very much aligned to number number one that you know that we talked about, where you know I will do X when I've got Y all sorted, and that's we're too small to need marketing. I'm just happy with my organic growth. I just want to take it steadily. I'll get round to marketing. And if you're a smaller recruitment company, you know, I, I, I guess I can I can understand that you might think that you don't need to market, but you really, really do. And I think one of the great things now, we are in a, a, a business landscape that likes specialists. So you can stand out as the specialist recruiter in your particular sector. Let's just say you're a manufacturing recruiter and you're based um, around East Lancashire. You could nail that market and you could have a fantastic uh, business just there in the way that you market, the way you connect with candidates, the way you upload blogs. You probably won't because we know one one of our good buddies actually has nailed that market and it's a small market, but she has got a multiple six-figure business that she's very happy with. Thank you very much. And it's because she has invested in her marketing knowledge and how she's she's building her profile there. So, you know, you, you need to think about this seriously, that in today's environment and the World Wide Web has made this easier than ever to compete. You know, it's like the playing fields in lots of ways are level. Because if you get focused and you know exactly what it is um, that you want to uh, deliver to your clients, you know, you understand your avatars, bit of jargon word for you, but your ideal candidate, your ideal client, you know what's important to them and you can create content around that and you can be in front of them. You can make a fantastic impact, even if you are an independent recruiter or even if there are just a, a couple of you. So you can see the difference that that, uh, that that can make because it's not like you have to do a print run of brochures that we talked about before. Um, you can can leverage so much online now in uh, in the way that you market your specific um, agency, no matter what size you are. In fact, we have one company in our super fast circle, and there are just two of them. And um, uh, they started out, they joined the circle and they started out with wanting to, you know, they were just really dipping their toe in the in the water. They'd been great cold callers over the years, but knew that they needed to do something else to stand out. And they just started with some brand awareness campaigns. And literally last week on a call, uh, we have a, a regular call on a Monday, um, this particular, the, the, the MD of the company had, had you know, shared with everyone in the group that they've been doing some brand awareness campaigns. And even in his brand awareness campaigns, he was getting um, leads and he was making placements through it. So, you know, he really started to see the uh, the, the, the value of exactly what he's doing. And uh, this particular guy, again, is very focused. And we have a, a monthly template. We have a monthly campaign that we write for our our clients who are in Superfast Circus, all part of their membership. And uh, he <laughs> he's the one that sends me an email. Denise, when's the template out? Is it going to be out on the 31st of the month? Or is it going to be out on the 25th? Because he's already got that all lined up in what he's going to do with it and get it out to his market and obviously it's uh, it's producing results for him now finally and we do hear this is often people um, have that either or mentality and it's well I either have to invest in a new database or I have to do x before I do y and one of the things that comes up is well I need to invest 
in my team before I invest in marketing. And I can understand that as business owners, we all have budgets um, that we that we stick to. However, you have to you have to stand back and think about it because I heard this last week, and um, even I was shocked when I heard it. You know, remember, marketing creates demands, and sales converts it. So, having having originally started life as a saleswoman. I appreciate the value that marketing brings. I was very lucky. I was in the pharmaceutical industry and uh, marketing was a massive thing there. So I had really everything I needed. Um, you know, all I needed was my energy and mindset to go out and, and make sales with what, what I had. But, you know, it, it is something to consider. It's so much easier to convert somebody when they've heard of you. So if you are going to bring in a whole load of um in fact, we were talking to somebody last week about this. If you are going to uh, up-level your team and you're going to bring in some new recruiters, how are you going to be standing out in the market um, so that it makes it easier for them to make sales and to contact candidates and to contact clients? You know, are you going to up-level your lead generation? You know, because then you've got, you know, you bring in two or three new recruiters and they could be fishing in a smaller pond unless you've actually managed to um, to sort something out out for them. Now, here's something. Uh, go and have a look on the Superfast Recruitment website and I think it's on the Dominate Your Sector page and it's a guy called Matt Finch and Matt um, uh, shares um, how he used a particular piece of content and what's called a lead magnet. This is, these are the templates that we create for, for clients in Superfast Circle and how we use that to actually warm up leads. So basically he would send out some emails and those emails would then be followed up by his team who would then go and have a meeting and many recruiters um, who listen to this will know the value of getting in front of a client, how much easier it is to convert them and then they would make placements from it. So it's thinking about what marketing are you going to have in place so that, you know, uh, it's so much easier for your um, your team to convert? Now, now, interestingly for us, as I'm recording this, uh, we have just recruited a new salesperson into this, a new BD person into the team. And the first thing I did was basically um, up our budget in our Google AdWords account so that we are generating more leads. We've also got two new campaigns that I've just written that are, are going to be going out. We've got a new, uh, a couple of new reports ready uh, because I know that with somebody else coming in um, to the business that we need to make sure that they are absolutely supported through the marketing that we do so obviously we have a marketing plan you'd hope we would wouldn't you as a recruitment company uh, sorry as a as a marketing company so we have a plan and that plan is mapped out in what we're doing in different 90 day cycles and um, so we, we've got you know a new webinar planned we've got the rec expo where we're presenting we've got a book that will be launched before the end of the year we've got a couple of other special campaigns that we're creating for people so you know all of that that is teed up ready because we've got a new BD person. So, you know, that's one of the things really to consider is that, you know, if you are expanding or if you are thinking about how do I up level and scale, that's why it's critical for you to be thinking about, um, you know, your marketing investment. So 
I hope that you found <laughs> these mis- slightly longer podcasts than, than, than normal, but I think these are questions that go on in people's minds and they want an answer to them, and I can I can totally understand that. Um, th- the time to start your marketing was yesterday. Um, I hope this encourages you to, to take action. You know, I'm recording this in in August um, during that, that lull in the summer. Um, there are still a few months left uh, to the rest of the year and you could completely transform your business by, you know, having some campaigns, having that focused um, that will absolutely deliver for you. So if you would like some help with marketing or you would like to uh, have a conversation about Superfast Circle and how that might uh, help you. And we have an event coming up in November that you'll be able to attend to. It's all part of your membership. Then do get in touch. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now. <laughs>